Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to our show today. Um, It's really great to be here on the last day of the year, um, and hopefully you are celebrating great success through um, this year. And I'm curious, will your upcoming year bring more joy, meaning, and peace to your life? Well, I have to tell you that today's guest will guide us to co-create just that through her beautiful weaving of ancient prophecies, modern life, quantum physics, the new paradigm, and inspired insights. I am so looking forward to this particular episode and looking at the joy and celebration at the end of the year and how we move forward into the next year. So please welcome my guest, Laura Jackson Liu. Laura, welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Linda. It's so wonderful to be with you today. It is so great to have you here, and I've been looking forward to this for almost a full year. Um, it's It's been a long time <laughs> since we set this up. It's like, wow, we finally get a chance to do this. Yes, lots of planning uh, in place, and I have really been uh, looking forward to it, too, and have some a lot of things I put into place that, you know, for today and to share today, so that's exciting. Perfect. So let's start with, who are you? Who is Laura Jackson Liu? Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, how you got to where you are today. Thank you so much. It's, uh, it has certainly been a long journey. Um, I think life is, is a discovery and an unfolding of really who we are and why we're here. You know, you ask someone who they are, and oftentimes they'll, they'll tell you the roles in which they play or the hats that they wear. And, you know, from a very young age, I remember that I wanted to help people. I always wanted to be of help, you know, to the point where sometimes I'd be called Little Miss Helpful. But it it took just years, and I would say at this point decades, um, as I would, you know, try to go help with this organization or this project or this event. And I suddenly, and and then you realized it wasn't, it wasn't really always yours to do. And that's a great question for people to ask themselves along the way. Is this really mine to do? What is for my highest in this moment? And after really always coming back around to what I said, you know, for a long time are three things. Who are you? What's your message? And who's your audience? This isn't coming from a marketing background, some of which I do do now as well. But those pieces came into play, and I suddenly realized it was my message. It wasn't other people's. And when I say that, I mean the universe source, all that is, however you refer to, you know, that energy that's outside of ourselves. And when I began to realize that and why I'm here, it was to help people realize that they are more, there's so much more um, that you can choose joy. I can't wait to talk more about that in today's um, interview with you. And suddenly it made sense, you know, all of the things that I've done and bringing those together. And part of this past year has really been almost like, I was thinking, construction or reconstruction, definitely transformative. It's going to feed into an amazing new year. And that can be true for a lot of people, you know, no matter where they are. Um, Bringing all those pieces together to say, 
you know, who am I and why am I here? And, and for me, it is to help people. That is awesome. Um, you also are a, um, a reverend, is that correct? I am. I am. What, sh- many, what? many years ago, I, I chose, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask you, um, what made you choose that as part of your life path? You know, it came up, I had a, I had a stint of <laughs> doing court reporting for many years. I was a single mother, and it was how, you know, I made ends meet, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I would be out for a few hours a day, but then I would spend the majority of my day at home working. And I had a particularly uh, difficult case. It was a domestic case that day, and uh, you learned to compartmentalize really well. And mm-hmm. I ran into a friend of mine on that day when I... I was astounded at the judge's ruling. I'm going to share that. Um, just astounded because as you do those things, for me, it was great life experience because mm-hmm. it was more than you know what you could prove on a piece of paper and the facts, and the evidence. And I, I began to see what was really happening uh, with people and with situations. And the day that I ran into a dear friend, I mean, we went to lunch, and um, and he said, "By the way, you know, I became ordained." And it's non-denominational, non-hierarchical organization. And it just absolutely felt right. And I did it because I felt it was another way that I could be in service to other people. And when you make these choices, you are suddenly, you know, we say, on call 24-7. And then people will suddenly find you and they'll start to share their story or, you know, they'll say, would you like to officiate our wedding? And I said, I would be honored most joyous occasion in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And um, it was another way for me to expand um, being of service to, you know, anyone and everyone. That was, that was why. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, I always wonder, you know, what calls people to that service particularly. Um, but I love the fact that it was non-denominational and non-hierarchical. Um, that puts it right in where um, I believe you are. Um, as far as an individual and, and the types of coaching and that kind of thing that you do. So it sounds like you do a lot of stuff. I mean, in your um, bio, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're a consultant, you're a mentor, you're a musician. Uh, and I, I, I just find all of that to be, uh, one, very creative, but two, very joyous and very celebratory. Is that sort of why you have this breadth of of work that you do, this body of work? I think it'd be, yeah, that's a great way to phrase that. I think it, to frame it, I think it begins with that and it extends into, you know, how is it that I can help, you know, communicate with people that I can support people. And for me, music was, you know, when I did a healing prayer ministry courses years ago and you really had to work through all of um you know, why you were there. Every single lesson, we had to get together in small groups. And mm-hmm. I remember, you know, being asked the question, when did you first feel that inspiration? And I was like, well, it was through music. So when people were playing sports or doing this or doing that, I was in my room for hours practicing my flute, and I loved it. And that was my form of communication. If you ever told me that I was going to be a speaker, I probably would have fainted. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're somewhere along that, that extrovert, inter, introvert, uh, you know, parallel there. And, you know, I might be a little bit in the extrovert, but not much, you know, because I communicated through music. Through My mm-hmm. flute became an extension of me. And when I still teach upon occasion, 
I'm like, mm-hmm. that is part of you as you handle it and you play it and it is yours. So, you know, I never um, realized where I was going so many years ago and now I've been playing, uh, you know, over 45 years and now branching into Native American flutes. Uh, which mm. I love because anybody can pick them up and play them. They're not like a traditional classical instrument where you have to play for years and study, which I, I did. I was going to Peabody Preparatory in Baltimore when I was in high school. I was taking lessons there and, and repertoire and, you know, music theory. Ugh. So, um, <laughs> but it was a natural thing for me. So that was how I expressed myself. And then I realized, well, hey, you know, I can use that and expand from that. And music is, is a part of probably every presentation that I do. Ooh, wow, I can imagine that. And you're absolutely right. You know, sp- Speaking is not necessarily something that's um, natural for people to do. Uh, I know the audience has heard before, I was actually told when I was seven that I should never stand up in front of groups of people and talk, that I wasn't good at it. My grandmother, I thank her so very much for that comment. Uh, and it really took a lot of years and a lot of people saying, no, you need to be on the stage. No, you need to be on the stage. You need to be on the stage. You need to be talking to people. For me to actually find that place in me that could stand up in front of groups of people and talk and, you know, give them my wisdom and actually serve them the way that they that I was supposed to serve them. Um, I never had something like a flute or another way of communicating. My voice was my mm. instrument. Um, so it's it's been fun to walk this journey, but I can tell you, until I was probably yeah, in my, oh, 30s, I thought being on stage, being in front of the classroom, um, that kind of thing. And just really, it was not where I wanted to be. I didn't think I was any good at it, uh, even with comments from people in the audience. So I think it's great that you were able to step through that introversion, extroversion. And introverts, by the way, uh, and you know this, uh, it has to do with how you gain energy, not necessarily that you are... Yeah. Uh, you know, that you don't get up in front of groups of people and that you don't go to par- parties and that kind of thing. It has to do with, well, where do I get my energy back? And that's been the challenge for me. I don't know about you. Um, when I do speak or I'm teaching a class or whatever, it's having that time to recover and to bring that energy back into my system. And I'm fighting that now. Uh, I did not allow myself to do that. And my body basically said, okay, we're going to take you out of, out of the park for a while. So uh, it's been an interesting month with uh, no voice and scratchy voice and coughs and this kind of thing. So it's coming back. Um, but I, I learned. Ah. I learned. Yeah. It, it is. It's learning to balance those energies. Life is all about balance. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure your listeners, to go back to where, what you were sharing about your particular, your personal story, we all know and who have listened to your program, you are – so natural, and I think everybody's journey is there. There are opportunities. There are opportunities to say, really, you know, again, who am I, and what is mine to do, and to overcome. To you know, sometimes those obstacles or challenges or perceived challenges are put in in our path to help us say, no, that's not truth, and what is mm-hmm. truth, you know, for you. And for me speaking, it's really ironic that it came from, I began by doing advocacy for music and for the art. 
Ooh, and yeah. I've, I've shared and I said, what happens is when you are passionate enough about a topic or, you know, your whatever it is, your area, that passion transcends the fear. So that advocacy, you know, began to come out at the city and the county and the state level. I put together an entire advocacy campaign. I had, you know, members of the Virginia legislature say, are you paid? And I said, no, I play my flute and I happen to be on our, you know, board of directors, all voluntary. And, you know, I'm here because I believe in music. Mm-hmm. And that was the starting point of all the topics I speak on now. It was interesting that, you know, it was to say, please continue the funding, you know, whether it's for schools or, or organizations that, you know, the, the line item and the budget, the state budget is so unbelievably small, but it's critical to, you know, arts organizations to continue what they do and their gift and their sharing that are, you know, is the nurturing part of us is we need that. We're not here to just, you know, be in the analytical mind. We're here to express and connect and share and create community and socialize. So um, it's part of our journey of, mm. of discovery. Laura, I just love that because um, I work with women to awaken the leader within and to work with them about uh, their movements, you know, and this is the perfect um, example of a movement. It's you're passionate about music, you want music in the schools, you want music everywhere it can possibly be, and how can we bring that into the schools, into the community, and that kind of thing. And you're out there speaking, and you've you've grown from, you know, just a small group of people to speaking statewide. And I love that because that's what I want women leaders to understand is that there is something passionate in their lives. It could be their business. It could be something like bringing music back into the world. And if we don't step out and step into that and co-create how we're going to make that happen. It doesn't happen, and the world is less for it. Would you agree? Um, I would, and I would just say there's, there's opportunities for the individual. Everybody is here to express gift or gifts. And mm-hmm. so, yes, we make, you know, along those lines, I see it as we make the world a richer place when we, you know, have the courage to step forward and share our gifts. So whether that's speaking or standing up for something or, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, what is what are you really passionate about? And a lot of people have a gift, and it's so innate. I, I find this remarkable. It's really interesting. It's mm-hmm. so innate, they don't even see it. They don't even recognize it. You know, so I don't know why I'm here, but I'll do a, an experiential program, and, and they'll draw beautiful things, or they'll get messages, and you know, or from the angels or whomever. And I, but I don't know why I'm here. And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. But it's it's holding space. That particular experiential program I created for for people to have the sacred and safe space to mm-hmm. be able to express that or sit with it or come to it. So I think, you know, you are richer and the whole world is richer when, you know, you share who you are. And and the, the challenge really is that all we hear about is people are broken and they're wounded and they're this. And I'm like, when is the last time people have heard you are whole and perfect and beautiful, beautiful and a divine co-creator, period. I mean, we're all human. 
we don't have to apologize for the experiences we've been through. The experiences we've been through have made us who we are in this very moment. So it's embracing your beautiful, magnificent being, and you're here for amazing things. And I think that's just absolutely perfect, Laura. Um, how else can we pull these these innate gifts that we have that we may not even realize and bring them out so the world experiences them and there's that joy and celebration about making it happen. So audience, I want you to think about what innate gifts do you have that perhaps you don't even recognize that it's there in the short time that we have. Can you go in side and truly look at what is it that I'm passionate about and have I let it sit quietly within me in a time when if I let it out there would be joy and celebration and we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at dare to dream with Linda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dream with Linda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have a phenomenal guest today, the Reverend Laura Jackson Liu. And she's a speaker, an author, a consultant, a mentor, and of course a musician who's been featured in a variety of media. What I love is that in her talks, she visions the future, she leads from the heart, and she serves as a bridge from the old paradigm to the new paradigm. Excuse me. And I'd like us to welcome back Laura Jackson. Lou, Laura, welcome back. Hi, thank you so much. And we've been talking about um, offline uh, a little bit about the holidays and what we do to ourselves during the holidays such that we get to the end of the year and we're totally burned out, totally exhausted, and not really sure whether there was any joy or celebration in any of what we did. So, Laura, tell our audience a little bit about what you've been doing during the holiday season. My list is so long, and it's not all about the holidays. Um, this is, it's such a, a time to reflect really on the meaning and, you know, how much is about buying gifts and sometimes, you know, making them certainly holds great value. But who, who we're with, who is important to us, and why, and remembering that meaning. Um, so I was just sharing uh, with Linda when we were talking in the break that um, I had a very lovely and very long day yesterday. Um, <laughs> I'm very fortunate. After my, my entire life, actually, I've moved into a new home with uh, my husband of one year, and oh. I will share, even at my very wise and mature age, this is actually my first home. So that was my my uh, my Christmas gift. I'm waiting for him to get a bow big enough to put it around the house. You know, <laughs> I but, love it. You know, but what, what this translates into is finally peace, uh, finally more creative time um, for the new year and certainly well beyond. Now, you know, when we talk about the holidays, we, we do sometimes get so wrapped up, isn't that a great phrase for this time of the year, in all that there is to do when, you know, sometimes I think our presence and our, you know, true listening uh, to others is what's so important. I've been in the midst of great uh, hecticness and, and was really planning that this move was, you know, a little bit more orderly than some past ones, and I want to say in one way it was. However, <laughs> I was working alongside the movers, so I'm um, rather uh, slightly fatigued today, but pulling my energy back and taking, and now it'll be, you know, let's take care of our, myself and ourselves. And there are physical ways that you can do that, and there's also, I would say, in your own awareness, you know, calling your energy back, being gentle with yourself, realizing the the time isn't about the craziness. Um, I am, however, grateful for Amazon Prime, even though I only bought a handful of gifts, because I knew what I wanted. I didn't need to go look at the windows this year. And so mm-hmm. that saved me a great deal of, you know, it helped me conserve my energy and my time and uh, to be able to do that and have them come in, and, re- and I was done. But, I've, you know, again, I bought very few so it's really wherever, you know, each listener is, wherever you are in your life, um, I'm a great one at 
pushing myself, and I'm much, much better than I used to be. Because when you can step back from that and allow the flow, it's amazing sometimes how things will take care of themselves. And you go, oh, that was easy. You know, where's where's the button? You know, press the button. Yes. That was easy. So that's what I would I would share about that. Yes, and I have to tell you that, uh, like you in some respects, um, it, it one, it's been a crazy season. Uh, my daughter, <clears throat> excuse me, my daughter gave birth earlier this month to my first grandchild, oh, so that was a bit crazy. Oh, that's and, so exciting. Yeah, yeah, and it was, you know, being with her and her husband and her family, um, her, her in-laws and, and the other folks that are around her who also have kids, it was just a really joyous and great celebration. And then I come home and you've got to finish up Christmas and New Year's and the end of the year. And when I looked back on this year, I realized that I was in a frantic, frenetic pace all year long and that that's not how I wanted to co-create my year next year. And that um, there are there are things that need to happen in, in 2019, but there's a lot of stuff that I did that I don't need to do from 2018. And I think that awareness, you know, seeing this 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 baby and realizing the potential that she has, uh, and recognizing that it doesn't all have to be push, that there are other ways to share your gifts, and to be out there in the world. And then I want to see what those look like next year. Um, so this the, this month's theme was great. all... Was like, no, thank you. Yeah, and, um, and, that, and that so many of us can relate to that. That's true because you want to say that life is an ebb and flow, but mm. and, and, not but, and, the more that we can, you know, look for that balance or realize when we're out because that's the, you know... A lot of us, that's the left brain analytical mind, and a lot of mm-hmm. us have grown up with that. I, I certainly have. And as you step back and you go through life and, you know, you realize there's so much more happening, when you begin to let go of that, thinking, oh, you know, we we got to do this to make this happen, we got to do this to make this happen, yes, we need to have a plan and put some things into place. Right. However, sometimes when we just, you know, open your hand up a little bit, then you allow the universe to, you know come in and assist and carry you through instead of us thinking we've got to trudge through all of it. And people talk about the flow, and I call it the divine flow. The more you allow, um, the more you can step into that divine flow, and that is energy building, mm-hmm. not energy depleting. And uh, there's, there's great things that happen in, within that space. I think it's awesome. And, and what I find very interesting is you brought up left brain analytical, right brain creative. And I actually had a colleague of mine say to me, you need to lose your mind. And I went, excuse me, what do you mean by that? She said, you spend 90% of your time in your head, in your brain, in your masculine side to such a degree that the feminine, the soul is beginning to shrink and you need to lose that mind in order to be able to recover your soul mind. And that has been so clear to me in the last couple of weeks. I'm going, okay, so how do we make that happen? And I'd love your thoughts on that, Laura. 
Oh, I love that. That's so great. And congratulations. And you're not alone. There's lots and lots <laughs> of people in that position. And, and this is a part of, again, that beautiful journey called life. When it, I believe, and while we talked a lot about, you know, I grew up with music and certainly you have artists and you have, you know, theater and dance and all that, that mm-hmm. everybody would benefit, I'm not going to say should, would benefit by having an artistic outlet. Because as I said earlier, we are not meant to just stay in in our left brain. Although some of us who've had lots of experience in that, it's yep. you know, it's it kind of you go on automatic pilot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, your your mind is the doing um, and sometimes the pushing piece. Your heart is allowing and being. So mm-hmm. we are at a point in really humanity's history and at a time where it's about rebalancing that and and stepping more back into the heart. That has been lost, I would say, over the last hundred thousands, thousands of years mm-hmm. where, you know, we're reintegrating aspects of our energetic body, if you will, and it's coming into balance. And this really came to me, I was speaking in Wisconsin a few months ago at a presentation. I went, aha, there's, there's the cross. Now, no religious particular affiliation here, but again, you're, it's a time of balancing the left brain and the right and the mind and the heart. Look at that. That's the cross, right? Mm-hmm. And connecting down to Mother Earth and staying connected to Source. So it's time for more play. I mean, it's time for more joy. It's literally supported by the energies. I'm not a big numerology person, but I, you know, research many things. I also sit, you know, and intuitively I get hits on things. 2019 ends up to be a three with numerology. Guess what? Three is about joy. I was like, oh my goodness. Here we are sitting. So there you go. Joy and communication and expression and excitement and passion. You know, there are always other elements that can come in, but that's the overriding energy for the new. We are sitting at the door to the new year and a a new time. And it's about expressing that and just, just being... And the rest will take care of itself. We still need a plan, but you literally, you know, in teaching people, we lead from the heart and the mind first, and then the mind is doing peace. But you begin oh. with the heart and in the heart with the new. It's experiential. It cannot be completely defined and, and you know, wrapped around your, your mind. It won't work. There's so much more possible through the heart. So that's, that's where we really begin from. Oh, that's phenomenal. And what's interesting, Laura, um, 2017, I did a lot of wrapping up of creative projects. So I think I finished three quilts, um, did some knitting, um, had uh, a piece in needlework and and cross-stitch. I mean, I was really um, creative and just enjoying working in that outlet because I I just love it. Last This year, none. I haven't touched any of my creative projects. And I thought... That's really interesting to look at where this year was, and it was all in my head. Um, it wouldn't. It almost looked like it, it blocked the heart and the ability to actually work on projects. So that's part of my goal next year, is to get back into um, that outlet because it does. It makes a whole difference in how I relate to my um, clients, my audiences, and that kind of thing. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, oh, you're so welcome. 
So the theme, as we've talked, our, our theme this month is around celebration and joy um, and how to start the new year off powerfully. So how is this a part of your co-creations? Um, great question. The, a long-standing, I guess, pieces that I have pulled together and now I work into the talks, too, is that we can... so. We want to have joy. We want to create joy. Well, what's the opposite of that? You know, and it's it's the suffering and it's the struggle. And so when oftentimes, or, you know, some people attribute pain, but realizing it's not just pain versus joy that I want you to turn that line into a pyramid. And I always knew there was more. And then I found it in some small book by a yogi many years ago. And at the top of that pyramid was bliss. Okay, we no longer live in a linear world. So when you look at that, I can certainly speak to having challenges (laughs) in my life. I think, you know, maybe many of us can, but i that's why I'm so excited to be where I am at this point in time and to be able to co-create amazing things and step into the joy is, I, I think I've had enough of the other. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's not like my whole life has been filled with that, but I definitely understand, you know, the difference. And the whole energy, when I speak about the new and the new paradigm and the new era, I call it the new paradigm, is it's about joy. And if you go, oh, I can't get my work done that way, well, you'll, be, you'll get more work done if you come from a joyful place. Because I'm going to say something, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again, because it's going to be, it might be the first time some listeners have heard it. Something in your life, anything, only has the meaning which you give it. I'm going to say that again. Anything that happens to you or in your life only carries meaning which you give it, which you attribute to it. So if we are going to move through things, some things or experiences anyway, why not move through them joyfully? Because you're going to be at a much higher energy, a much higher vibration. Um, some in it, you'll find that in the Buddhist philosophy as well. Is you know why worry? You know, well, one is why worry when you can pray from Edgar Casey and Edgar Casey reading. But right. with the Buddhism, you know, you're going to pass through it anyway. Just let go. Just let go. Mm-hmm. So you can actually be creating, co-creating amazing things in your life. When you're having joy, when you are at play, and that goes against, you know, how many of us were brought up and, you know, and maybe older, you know, generations where you work hard for what you have. It's the American dream. It's how it works. Well, <laughs> not necessarily. That's, that's not how the energy works in the new. It is time to lighten up. They say, how can the angels fly? You know, because they're a heck of a lot lighter. I remember once I was getting ready for a recital and I was very serious and, you know, I was having some table work done or whatnot, and all of a sudden I had this vision, and I saw these two angels, and they were just absolutely giggling, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to let go. Like, I got it. It was just like, let go and go and enjoy it and let the music come through you, because you're giving someone else an, an experience from these little black notes that are on the page that you're playing. You, you are creating something for them. And uh, so that was, I mean, that was a long time ago. And I thought, okay, got the message, lighten up. So <laughs> I personally, for me, that's why I share that. I've, I've, you know, it's such opportunities ahead of us and it's time to let go of all the other stuff. And your life may not change immediately or overnight, but the more you focus on what you want instead of what you don't want, you are absolutely going to help it come about. 
That's wonderful. And one of the things that's interesting, I, I just finished a book by Dr. Ruth Anderson called Listening to Light. And I wrote a review for her. And at the bottom of my email message that I sent to her, I, you know, I said, uh, you know, I really love the book and blah, blah, blah. And I said, my guides and angels loved it too. They kept nudging me as I read it with, see, I told you so. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's having joy and getting quieter and listening and, and enjoying our past. I mean, oh, yeah. it's just not worrying about all the stuff we do. And and I think it's interesting that we are seeing more of the unseen world um, as um, the energy shifts, of, you know, from 3D to 5D and all the things that are going on on the earth and the challenges that we have. And I, I just think it's very interesting. Um, how we incorporate this into our lives these days. And there are some things that I want to ask you about your um, special gathering, but we're just about ready to take a break. So do you have like one last quick piece that you want to throw out to the group before we take a break? Um, I'm thinking. I can't wait to share about that. I think what you just said, the, the, the energies are supporting whatever you choose. If you choose more joy, and because the veil between the two worlds is becoming thinner, we are moving into not just another evolutionary leap, but this is like the evolutionary leap into a whole new time that we will become our own World Wide Web and be connected um, energetically, so much lighter, so much more opportunity, so much more passion and joy um, of who you are and why you're here and play. And you create from that, still whatever foundational pieces you need. But we're sitting in an extraordinary time, and that's supporting all these wonderful energies. That's fantastic. That's a great way for us to segue um, into our break. Audience, I want you to think about, you know, how the energies have affected you, um, the kinds of things that you're feeling and seeing um, these days, and how do we incorporate that into our new way of living? And we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? 
Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas, That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back to this episode of Leadership Stars. And I am having just a great time with um, Laura Jackson Liu, um, who's so insightful. She's been inspirational and definitely heart-centered in reconnecting people to their hearts, to source, to an optimistic vision of the new era. There is so much going on, and I welcome Laura back. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So we sort of ended this with leading from the heart, how energy was shifting, how we needed to get ready for that. And you have a special gathering at the beginning of every year. Tell our audience about that. Thank you so much. Uh, when I moved from Northern Virginia in 2008 um, to the Virginia Beach area, and I'm now in Norfolk, I, on January 1st, I felt um, called to create a, an intention-setting uh, gathering. And I remember the first one. It was four of us. And, you know, I walked people through the energy. And while they, some things sound simple, and they can be, the, they have powerful implications. And um, I facilitate people in making a list of everything that they, you know, no longer serves them. And I mean anything. I mean in the physical, I mean emotions, relationships, whatever it is that they're ready to release that no longer serves your highest expression of where you are in that moment. And we take those pieces of paper, and I keep the energy up. I say, oh, give thanks for those experiences. Give thanks for those emotions. We are absolutely in gratitude. And then I have everybody take their own and put put it in the fireplace and burn that. And this has been a very personal um, offering that I've done normally in my home until, you know, I put my home in storage three years ago. That's one of the reasons why this move is so exciting and mm-hmm. with my new husband who fully supports now my work. It's extraordinary. My divine service, excuse me. The new word for work and the new is divine service. Um, I like it. After, so when we go back to everything they want to release, then I have them list 
everything that you, you know, they want to bring into their life. I give everyone an envelope and I say, put it somewhere special or sacred um, in your wallet, on your altar. And let me tell you, an altar is anything that has sacred objects. It can be, you know, from pine cone from nature, in your Bible, whatever it is. And one year, I'll just tell you this very quickly, I had a woman come to me who's come almost every year and she said, I read my envelope and I cannot believe everything happened that I put on it. And she <gasps> said... Some of it didn't all look how I thought it would look. And, of course, that's the classic thing that we say, be, you know, be careful what you call in. Exactly. Um, but, you, you know, so it's it's setting that sacred space. And uh, it's been extraordinary to watch um, how that happens. And I've had some personal experiences, too. I'm like, wow. I mean, just wow. And, and I think that's so powerful, you know, setting those intentions, doing a vision letter that you can read throughout the year and read at the end of the year. And... Uh, it is amazing what when you send it out to the universe and what you get back. Uh, and you're right. Oftentimes it doesn't come back the way you expect it to or it doesn't look exactly like what you thought it would, but it is exactly what you asked for. And, um, and you know, the, yes, yeah. and energy, and I would just jump in and share one other thing. So yeah. isn't it interesting that we get surprised um, when things like that work? So, and I would say that maybe from a Western perspective, when we realize metaphysics is everything beyond the physical, everything is energy. You know, this table that I have my, you know, laptop on right now when I'm speaking with you on my phone, this is solid. However, you know, the molecules here are just moving slower than, let's say, my water. Everything mm-hmm. carries energy. Everything that is man-made came from elements on the planet. They've just been transformed. So what you're doing, and this goes back to probably ancient traditions where, you know, you write you write a letter to whomever you want, you say everything, fully express yourself, and then you burn it. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, one of the reasons why, and holding this in high light, you know, really when you do that in sacred space, um, yes, everything is energy. And, and, Laura, I think that that's also true. I, I was working on forgiveness and and thanking uh, my grandmother for the things that she had done, you know, um, forgiving her for having done what she did, but thanking her for taking on that role so that I could learn that lesson. And I did exactly the same thing. I wrote her a letter <laughs> yes. um, and I burned it. And it was, it was amazing watching that and feeling her sort of letting go. Um, it just, it just felt so right and we've had a really great relationship since even though I do tell the story about what she did Um, but our relationship today um, is much 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 better and she's been gone for more years than I even want to think about Um, but you know her spirit still is there uh, around me Um, so with that in mind you touched on something mm -hmm. (laughs) I just interrupted you you touched on something so important yeah and I, I just I just want to bring that home. Everybody who's listening, every single person in your life is playing a role for you. Mm-hmm. They are it is all happening. It it is there are very few things that are set in motion before you incarnate into your physical being each lifetime. And and you know, this person says, Hey, I'm gonna play this role or I'm gonna have this happen and I can certainly uh, share that I've had some experiences and uh, and there to help you realize who you are and to stand up in that 
and to no longer be passive or timid, whether it's to be, you know, a, a physical advocate for something or to fully step into your being. So sometimes when something doesn't go right in a relationship and you go, hmm, what's the deeper meaning to this? That's the metaphysical looking glass that I talk about. That's what's really happening at a deeper level. So thank you for bringing up that people play roles. I think that's so true. Um, I've I've read several uh, and obviously experienced um, this a fair amount that when you come down, you you work with your soul family and others around you as to what are we learning this time? What are the things that we need to experience and how can each of you be a part of that? What's the contract that I have with you for this lifetime, right? Exactly right. And the closer they are, Sometimes the more mirroring you will experience, you know, and that in very close relationships and partnerships. And it's not, you know, that person's being mean or this or that. There's really, you go, what, what is this telling me about myself? The mirroring mm-hmm. is mirroring back and go, where do I need to love myself more? Because when you do that, people around you will shift. And you'll never see that behavior again. That gets into quantum physics. That's, right. that's science. It's just the way how wait, just the way it works. <laughs> I love that. So, Laura, um, tell our audience a little bit about the give the gift that you have for them. Well, I picked a very, very, uh, really narrow topic uh, called peace, P A C E, and I really started on this um, many months ago, and it is a an ebook, and it is entitled "I Am Peace." And as I do some writing and uh, I do tweaking, as I call it, mm-hmm. I was still tweaking at 2.30 in the morning, uh, <gasps> the morning of my move all day yesterday. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, I have, yes, because that's what we do. Um, and while it's, it's um, I would say, short, I mean, it's not, you know, 50 or 100 pages, I believe that uh, peace has certainly been something I've been passionate about for a long time. I've also facilitated a peace circle group for uh, 10 years now. And uh, while we met physically until the last uh, year, year and a half, it is now a global conference call. And there is information in that is completely free. It is available in 53 different countries. And it is the first Monday night of every month. And um, I think peace is a... It's a very high vibration, and I don't think it's very far vibration from joy. Mm. And uh, it is, I'm not quoting all the people you normally hear in peace. Um, I, it just kind of flowed out, and I would just refine it and refine it and refine it and find the right images to convey that feeling and expression of, um, you know, the art of practicing peace, that peace attracts more peace, um, that what are seven steps you can get there, and some, you know, peace is your divine blueprint, and how, you know, it's, it's all about us be working to maintain our peace no matter what is happening around us, and I can say that in the middle of move yesterday that didn't yeah. all go how we thought it would go, so that, you know, no matter what happens around you. I, yeah, I love it. Um, I love the opportunity to, you write this, the opportunity to step out of daily chaos and into deeper peace. Um, small ways, actively practicing peace attracts more peace. And the community is heart-centered individuals who are expanding peace 
in your own heart as well as in our world, and we so need that in the world today. So you will find that free gift um, on our website with under free radio gifts. Please do uh, click on that and join Laura in her monthly um, peace circle group. I I intend to um, join as well, uh, as often as I can. So thank you, Laura, for that so much. Um, So we're looking at peace, joy, happiness in the new year. And obviously in general, not just the new year. Tell, give our audience like one to three tips that they need to walk away with from today's episode. You bet. Um, the, the very first part of that ebook uh, it talks about finding balance. And, you know, as we begin to step toward peace, um, I'm going to sum all of these um, vibrations up into the highest vibration, which is a four-letter word, and that is love. When you find yourself not in that place, um, because we haven't talked about it yet today, joy is great. And if you're not always in joy, that doesn't mean that you beat yourself up. See, we're human and we have that ebb and that flow. What it is is an indicator that, hey, it's time to figure out how do we get back into alignment. Now, I listen to different music, different frequencies, and maybe that's the second point. So let me start, you just go back to the first here. When you are off base, you are not in a vibration of love, you know, when we're judging, and again, that's from the mind. Who, who said we need to judge? How about just being again? Um, and you, if you realize that there's something off there, it's time to come back in that vibration. Um, so to use that tool. And another is, you, if you're listening today and you're listening back, I'm going to say this directly to you. Hear, hear what I say, but really more importantly, feel it. You are perfect and whole and divine. When you can fully embody that, your life will shift in profound ways. I could never have imagined that I would be where I am today based on all that I've been through and, you know, raising a daughter on my own with no support and working around the clock. And I said, I'm, I'm not doing well enough. I need to work harder. It was the hamster on the wheel. Mm-hmm. I, you know, your life has brought you to this moment. And I am telling you just how everybody deserves peace. And it's your divine blueprint, and your divine right. It is the same with joy. So and- know that it's possible. Know that, it, it, it absolutely is possible, and you can have that. And so the other piece, too, is and Laura, the law of I'm attraction. Gonna, yes. I'm going to have to stop you right there. So the last one is law of attraction, but unfortunately, we have to say goodbye. Um, and I want to... <laughs> Focus on what you want. That's it. Focus on what right. you want, not what you don't want. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Laura, thank you so very much for being with us today. You have given us some really great things to think about. And audience, if you're interested in more information about Awaken the Leader Within or the Art of Hurting Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, do send me an email at lynda at dare, the number two, lead with lynda.com. And until next week, remember, be courageous, dare to lead. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. 
Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 